The Pleasure Project with Donna Skoglund, day 26. I've been thinking about the difference between clean pleasure and dirty pleasure. So let me define that for you. I think of clean pleasure is pleasures that are actually good for you. Pleasures that don't come with any kind of negative consequence or layer on more problems in our life. For example, eating a really healthy meal that's also delicious and being fully present, undistracted, savoring, tasting, smelling, enjoying that meal. Also things like massage, self-massage, foam rolling, movement that feels really good. That's a clean pleasure. It's nothing but good for you. Being present in the moment, meditation, and the bliss of simply just sitting in silence, allowing, being in your body, noticing, observing, my daily walks in the woods, so much pleasure, and also really good for me. My morning steam, where I do my self-massage with a really delicious smelling oil, and I also have these eucalyptus shower pucks that uh, really make the whole steam room smell so good. And the pleasure of the senses of being able to smell the delicious scents and feel the oil on my skin and experience the, the massage that you know I do for myself. Sitting on my deck and taking in the view and just being comfortable, relaxing, enjoying. So these are some of the things that are just these simple little micro pleasures that I talked about in a previous podcast that are engaging the senses that are enjoyable. And I can just be in that, that sensory experience of feeling, smelling, tasting, hearing things that are pleasant and also beneficial. Now, dirty pleasure is something that we do to get a hit of instant gratification. So we get a hit of dopamine, which is the hormone responsible for pleasure and reward. But the problem with these dirty pleasures is that they lead to negative consequences and often leave you feeling worse afterwards and compound in a net, net negative result. So we often use these dirty pleasures when we're trying to escape emotional discomfort. So whenever we're having an, kind of an unpleasant, uncomfortable feeling, we will want to escape, numb, avoid, and distract ourselves. And some of the these examples of dirty pleasures is eating something unhealthy, like junk food or sugar or flour, maybe drinking extra coffee or wine or alcohol, maybe it's smoking cigarettes or pot or taking other drugs. Maybe it's grabbing your phone and scrolling on social media as a way to distract or avoid from a different emotion that you're trying to run away from and not experience. Maybe it's shopping. I've seen, I've watched my, my son do this a lot lately because he injured his back and he previously was spending a lot of time doing physical activities, jumping on the trampoline, swimming, 
and he can't do any of that right now. And what my husband and I don't want to just put him in front of a screen all day, which is super challenging because he needs stimulation and he can only read for so many hours a day. And I also have to work, so I can't be there entertaining him. So I've noticed he's been wanting to, he keeps asking to use my computer to look up things on Best Buy and Marketplace for, you know, there's things that he wants to buy. And I can completely see that this is just a distraction of the boredom and the kind of antsiness he's experiencing of just not having, you know, not being able to do anything. And how like looking up things to buy and even shopping gives us that dopamine hit. In the past, ways that I've kind of engaged in the dirty pleasure is consuming podcasts or courses. And it's often, I think that the thing that I have been distinguishing in this pleasure project is when am I doing those things for pleasure? And when am I doing those things because I'm avoiding something? So I have been very clear with myself of, okay, when I'm doing, especially the things I know I generally do to avoid, where is this coming from? What is the motivation? What's driving me to want to kind of engage in these things, which sometimes it's an escape and sometimes it's actually for pure pleasure. And not that those things necessarily have negative consequences. It's, there's no there's no apparent negative consequence by, you know, listening to podcasts or going into a program unless it is taking you away from the truth of your experience, which means that you are not building that relationship with yourself to recognize, allow, and honor how you're feeling to maybe process through that, understand it, get curious about it, and then see, you know, what is a solution? What am I, what is the need that's need, like the deeper need that is trying to be fulfilled? And when we just use these little escape tactics, even if on the surface, there's nothing actually wrong with them, they're taking away from something that would be even more beneficial, if that makes sense. So sometimes we can even like clean we can do like procrastinating cleaning and chores or kind of mindless to-dos that make us feel like we're being productive, but they're actually a way of avoiding deeper work that is actually more important, more valuable. But there might be some discomfort associated with doing that deeper work, whether that's like deep creative work, deep focus work, um, maybe just uncomfortable work that we have to kind of figure out something that we don't know how to do. So the way that you know if you are doing something that is, if the pleasure that you are seeking, if it's clean or dirty, is what is driving this? Am I choosing to actually just really truly enjoy this glass of wine because I want to sit and relax and spend some time with my partner and just have some pleasure in this moment? Or is it because I'm stressed and this is the only way I know how to relax? See, that's the same action, but two very different motivations. So it's not like having a glass of wine is inherently bad. It is, why are you doing it? Are you doing it out of habit? Are you doing it 
as a way to avoid an uncomfortable emotion? Or are you doing it from a place of already feeling good and then just wanting to do it as a way to enjoy the moment with someone? And sometimes there's it's there's just a very slight subtle distinction that we just have to be very honest with ourselves about of what's what's motivating me here and and be true about you know be honest with yourself about what that is so that is part of this pleasure project for me is that I'm not I'm really trying not to engage in those dirty pleasures in those avoidance escapism behaviors that are a way to not have to deal with how I am feeling in the moment, to not have to address some unpleasant and uncomfortable emotions, which then just compounds into more long-term discomfort. So it's if you know that you engage in some coping behaviors or self-soothing behaviors, just check in and see, okay, what am I running away from? And there's so, I think one of the most important and most valuable skills we can develop is learning to be with ourselves, to not abandon ourselves when we are in those unpleasant, uncomfortable feelings so that we can learn how to cultivate that relationship with ourselves where we are non-judgmental, open, accepting, fully allowing of our truth so we can uncover what is going on here. What am I thinking? What am I believing? Is there an unmet need? Is there something that I need to address? Because the problem is if we are always covering all that up with these dirty pleasures of quick hits of instant gratification, we don't really get anywhere in our life. And sometimes we even create there's a downward spiral. There's a negative spiral of creating more and more problems that we then have to deal with. So emotions can teach us so much and have so much information if we're willing to actually move towards them. And the first step is recognizing when you are trying to escape them. And when we just decide to open up and to allow and to explore, we can learn so much. So this is a skill that you would like to develop, how to process your feelings, how to understand them, how to really let go of a lot of these dirty pleasures and coping behaviors that you might have built some habits around reach out to me. This is some of the work that I love to do with my clients. It's And I think it's some of the most important work that you will ever do because it is the thing that is really blocking you from your potential and from what is really possible for you. And being able to let go of that habit is, there's so much growth in that process. So I'd love to chat, reach out on Instagram at Donna Scogland, and I will talk to you tomorrow.